Hey buds, today we smoke two strains straight out of the snack aisle. We cover news stories ranging from a sexy Asian pot pizza to a story about a laboratory that I can't really recall. And a conversation with good buds Isaac where he asks us some important questions. All this and more today on the Good Buds Podcast. Let's talk. Welcome to the Good Buds Podcast, the show where good buds smoke good buds and talk about them. I'm Curtis. I'm Shank. And this is episode 62, airing Monday, November 29th, 2021, on Spotify, YouTube, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many more. Thank you, as always, for joining us. Before we start, I'd like to thank LumenSpot and My High Shop for sponsoring this episode and all of our other ones before it. We'll talk about them more later. And, uh, yeah, links will be below in the description. So, Curtis, how are you feeling today, man? How are you doing? I am feeling all right. I am doing well. Uh, it, it's been a good weekend. I had a good Thanksgiving. I had a lot of lasagna because we're mm. weird and we don't do turkey. Hey, lasagna is awesome. No, oh, yeah. no, no knocking that, man. Can't knock exactly. lasagna. And then after, or, well, that was on Thanksgiving. And then the day after, I had second Thanksgiving with my girlfriend's family. That was oh, fun. nice. Nice. There you go. There you go. I, the I have eaten a lot, and my toilet has taken a beating. <laughs> That's fantastic, man. That's good. No, I'm glad. I'm glad, because obviously uh, we already had our Thanksgiving earlier this uh, this year. You know, Canada, yeah. we're special. But, uh, but no, that's cool, man. I'm glad that you had uh, some good dindins and stuff, man. That's awesome. Oh, yay. How about Snackles. you, Shanks? Um, I've had a pretty good week, man. Uh, it's been fantastic. Uh, a little bit slow, honestly. I'm kind of liking it now that uh, winter's kind of on its way and uh, it's getting colder and into the colder time of the fall. Things are slowing down a little bit, so I like that. Um, it's allowed, allowed me to get a lot of work done, which I always enjoy doing. And um, obviously, I'm looking very much forward to this podcast today, the episode today, because we both have some pretty interesting strains that I'm looking forward to. Uh, of course, of course. Yeah, reviewing. But uh, before we do get into that, I need to remind the buds at home to check out our Facebook, our Instagram, and our Twitter pages, because we have some really great behind-the-scenes content and funny content that we post regularly, and they can check it out. They can also jump down to our Discord channel, where we have some great conversation, and we check in daily. We will have links downstairs for you if you want to check those out. Absolutely. We'd love if you check it out. We love talking. We love hearing from you. We love knowing what you got to say, and we, we like knowing how we can make the show better. Mm-hmm. If you individually want to make that show better, you can check out our Patreon page, and you can support us there if you would like. We have several tiers that you can choose from, which include behind-the-scenes content and the ability to listen in on the show live. Again, links are downstairs below. You can join our other awesome patrons, such as Mr. Isaac and Mr. Benji Bills, and it starts as low as a dollar. Absolutely. Pretty and cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, and we really appreciate our patrons big time. If you donate to the show, it means a lot to us, and thank you so much. But even if you buds at home just want to take the moment and click that follow button, click that like button, you know, click that subscribe button, it really helps us out too because the free the free stuff helps more than we can say. Absolutely, and what helps out of all that is make sure you share this with your buds. Mm. You, you got to make sure other people know about it so that way other people know about it, you know? He, you can be the a, one who did that. Yeah. yeah, he is absolutely right. Not like 100%. So, Curtis, what do you say we get on the reviews, huh? Yes, I want to smoke. Yeah. Good buds review, good buds. So, Curtis, what are you burning today? Well, Shane, today home? I am smoking a hot... <laughs> <laughs> what are you burning? I'm burning on Rainbow Belts. Ooh. 
Exactly. Just like the candy. Just like those fucking sour rainbow bitch yeah. shits that you find in the candy aisle. Gay bacon. Exactly. Gay bacon. If you are a fan of Epic Meal Time. Yeah. Fucking gay bacon. Yeah. Um, but I am smoking on Rainbow Belts today, which is a hybrid strain that is mostly indica dominant. Uh, this was originally grown by Archive Seed Bank, but the strain, the phenotype that I have today, was produced by Pure Flower Company, and I purchased it, purchased it from House of Dank uh, here in Michigan. So nice. All of it was grown and packaged and all that shit here. Um, this strain crosses Skittles, which we've had before, and Moonbow, which is an interesting sounding strain, and I want to try that, because that sounds like a fucking Dark Souls weapon. Yeah. Or like a rainbow around the moon. Fuck that. I want the midnight moon bow. (laughs) I want the moon bow. That'll help me take down the Taurus demon. Anyway, (laughs) this strain was lab tested at 24% THC and 0% CBD. So it should be a very psychoactive strain, hopefully. Yeah. Um, But with all that, the strain itself, the nugs itself, I should say, are a semi-dense, soft-to-the-touch kind of bud with a semi-formed but semi-natural complexion like it's kind of opened up a bit but it definitely looks like it was formed a bit yeah uh the color extremely light green like this is a very minty and pale green which is it's even starting to turn yellow in some points oh wow um and this is usually attributed to you know the hairs or the crystals making it seem lighter or changing the color of it yeah in this case i don't think that's the case here uh the buds do have nice long orange stigmas on them that are intermixed in between like the sub buds and intermixed with all the leaves and stuff. And it does also have a very nice coating of like sugary crystals. But the sugar crystals are clear. The hairs really don't add to the accent. It's literally the color of the nugs themselves are just very minty, very bright and very vivid, which is extremely different, especially for a indica hybrid strain. Usually you're expecting slightly darker uh, yeah, colors no, for it to from be that. light like that is really interesting. Exactly. Um, but it looks fantastic. But even more than that is the smell, which I gotta get these fucking packages open because they're always in the. Ah, there we go. It wasn't that bad this time. Yeah. Uh, so as for the smell, ooh. Okay. So the smell is very sweet, very floral, and it has a slight musk to it. Now, the sweetness is more of a pure cane sugar as opposed to, uh, you know, candy or fruit, really. It's more of just like that pure, hey, yeah. this is sugar. This is sweet. You smell that. Um, it does have floral notes to it as well, kind of like roses or tulips, giving that very pungent, you know, flower, flower petal, pollen type of smell. Yeah, kind of nice, like sharp, flowery. Right. And this has that slightest amount of of that nice musky basement smell that all stoners should know and love. Mm-hmm. I mean, whether you've either smoked a strain or smelled a strain that's been like that, or you've hung out for multiple hours on end in a musky basement, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> more than yeah. likely you know the smell and you're like, ah, safe haven. Yeah. <laughs> but interestingly enough, when grounded up, it has a surprise lemon citrus that comes out of nowhere, like a Randy Orton RKO. RKO out of nowhere! It's just like that nice little lemon pledge, lemony citrus sweetness that just kind of comes out of the uh, ground up bits at the end. But all in all, slightly semi-pungent, but definitely pretty potent when you're up close to it. 
Very fantastic smell, very fantastic looking strain. I cannot wait to smoke it. Shank, what the fuck are you smoking today? Well, today, for the buds at home, I'm going to be burning a classic, well, a modern classic, Oreo cookies. Uh, you burned this in episode 22. I was about to say. You Why did, does that yeah. sound extra familiar? <laughs> because, yeah, because you burned the strain in episode 22. Um, you, it was right. a different phenotype, same genotype, different phenotype. Um, <laughs> this is a cross of cookies and cream and secret weapon. Um, this specific one was grown by a private grower, um, but it is not comparable to the other private grow stuff that I've had recently. Um, like, the nugs themselves um, differentiate massively between you know, the ones I've smoked, like the more wild strains I've smoked recently, and this. Um, it is this beautiful jade green that's mixed with kind of natural muted brown colors. Um, the outside coating has this very lovely thick coating of red hair on the outside that's got a nice caramel brownish color to it, which just kind of adds a really nice rusted and dank look to the appearance. Um, on the inside of these nugs, it has a lattice work of crystal. You snap a nug open, and it's just like a lattice work of crystal all over the inside. It's very dense nugs, and uh, lighter shades of green. Um, and cleaner than nugs that I've had recently. Um, a lot of them have looked pretty wild. They've had a lot of sugar leaves and everything else. This strain, not so much. This strain was extremely well trimmed, extremely tum like well tumbled, just very tight lovely beautiful beautiful dogs um i just i love i love this kind of look you know they're kind of like darkish but not too dark beautiful but um the smell of them hits home for me it's it's so good <sighs> because it's chocolatey it's it's a very chocolatey almost woody scent like it has like a wood mixed with like chocolate like almost like pure cocoa how it has that sharpness to it Right. Um, it has a bit of a sweet, almost berry-like quality to the smell. Um, like a berry, like it's either a, like blueberry or a, like a cherry or something. Dingleberry. Um, yeah. You know, kind of, kind of something like something quality to it that adds a touch of something special to it. But overall, it's a really muddy, um, not very well-defined. All of our dingleberries are special, Shank. I know, and and all of them are muddy too. Um, but 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 it's not a clearly it's a weird muddy kind of not clearly defined scent so it's like hard to kind of like put my finger on like exactly but I know that it's chocolatey it is a bit sweet um, and there's maybe a bit of diesel like a bit of that gassy kind of diesel smell in the background when I put my nose to the task and try to like really pick out a scent that's hiding in there um, like it's got some like a bit of a gassy quality um, underneath it as well, which is really enjoyable. Um, so underneath it all, underneath it all. Uh, but uh, honestly, aesthetically, uh, aesthetically, I'd rate it really high, and um, the uh, the scent, I'd rate it really highly as well on that as well because I love those chocolatey strains. It's been a while since I had a like very chocolatey kind of, you know, sugary, yeah. sugary kind of tasty strain like that. So it's it's nice to smell. I enjoy it, and I'm 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 looking forward to to trying some. Hell yeah, I can't wait to try my strain as well. Yeah, uh, but before we do, I need to let the buds at home know that if they're not watching our YouTube videos, which they should be, you should be buds, because they're awesome, 
should be watching them and subscribe to our YouTube that's, channel because we have other right. content other than our podcast. 100% right. Um, if you're watching this video on our YouTube, though, you'll see these beautiful pictures floating behind us and everything else and that kind of thing as Curtis animates them. But if you don't feel like doing that, you just want to listen to the podcast and you want to see what these nugs look like on your own time, you can go to our Instagram at Podcast where we post pictures of these cannabis strains for you to go and check out, take a look at, maybe share some of your strains with us, let us know what you're thinking. Um, you know, and while you're there, give us a follow because it really helps us out and it helps you know when we need to notify you of things. Exactly. And if you want some extra feed coming across your feed, uh, sorry, extra content coming across your feed, you can also go to my personal Instagram over at GoodBudsCurtis. I take some massive bong hits and show some behind the scenes of editing the videos. Yes, he does some awesome bong hits. And you can check my page out at GoodBudsShank where I post regular videos of me listening to elevator music and smoking joints or blunts and stuff like that while wearing my mask. It's rather interesting. Um, give us a follow while you're there. Like we said, uh, those links will be downstairs for you in the description and uh, you will get some great content out of it and we'll be able to let you buds know when we're up to stuff. So Exactly. And when speaking I... of up to stuff, I'm up right now because I have a bong pack right here and I'm ready to smoke it. Hey, I have me, a bone. Well... I have a hey, boner. Hey, yeah, yeah, no, it's a weed, weed boner. It happens. It happens. Yes. <laughs> All right, yeah, no, I, I got, I got a bone packed right here too. I don't have an erection though. But <laughs> working on it. Fix that. Working on it. Oh man. There's so. nothing going on under the table. There's nothing going on under the table. <laughs> oh really? <dear Lord. laughs> Um, but with all that being said, hopefully you buds at home have your bongs packed, you have your bowls packed, you have your joints rolled, your blunts rolled, your vapes ready, your rigs ready, edibles, you can take them right now. Whatever method yeah. it is that you need to get weed into your body, do it now. They have suppositories, so you have do no it. excuse. It do is it. time to bu- 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 blaze it. Talk, 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 talk. So, Chris, how's that tasting for you, man? Oh, it's straight fire. Straight fire. It's The smoke (laughs) is strong, but it's not overpowering. Yeah. The effect is felt almost immediately. Yeah. I feel it in the back of my brain. I feel it inside of my brain. Nice punch. My whole mouth is coated, and the coating is the flavor, and the flavor is this. (sighs) Fucking dank-ass weed. (laughs) Love it. I love it. That's, that's. It tastes like, a, like a skunky bit. There's a little bit of lemoniness in there, but the taste is pretty generic, but it's just strong and potent. Potent. Uh, nice. Strong and potent. But again, it's not overpowering. <coughs> nice. Nice. Pure bread. Uh, no, that's Pure good, bread. man. That's good. Pure bread. Yeah. And with that being said, I'm going to take another hit ski. Shank, how about you? Uh, mine is uh, a sweet, chocolatey, and woody mostly. Um, like, it's not anything, uh, too, too exciting outside of that. Like, I get a very sweet, chocolatey flavor. Um, it's a very good, smooth hit. Smooth, smooth, smooth hit. Um, and it does have a bold taste that sticks in your mouth afterwards. Like, after I've, I'm still tasting it now. And I've still got it up in my sinuses right now, which is really nice. Like, it's still sticking up in my sinuses, and it's still, uh, in my mouth. I get that taste. Um, and it has a little hint of gas. Like, the same as the scent. It's like a hint of gas but not quite a lot it's like it's like it's like you know you weren't quite committed to the arson you know what i mean 
like, you started like, burning the bush, but then you're just like, ah, oh, I gotta, I gotta spray yeah. this, and then you spray you like the garden splash, hose. You like, you like splash a little bit of, yeah, you like splash a little bit of gas on it, and then you're like, eh, I shouldn't have more than that. That'd probably be enough, right? You know, like it's like, nah, you gotta douse the whole thing on it. But it is nice and gassy. It's very sweet, and the chocolatey flavor kind of is um, the kind of forefront. It's got that very cocoa-y, chocolatey flavor. Um, and obviously, like I want to, I, I just immediately want to burn more right now. Uh, but you know, we gotta, we gotta take care of some stuff before we do that. Of course. We got to figure out what the online opinions of other stoners online are. Cause we are other stoners online, giving our opinions to the online. So might as well opinion online. Opinions. Speaking of which, give us your opinions, like comment, subscribe, all that good comment. shit. Um, but with that all being said, Rainbow Belts is said to be a relaxed, euphoric, and happy high. It is. It helps with insomnia and with lack of appetite. And if it helps with, you know, lack of appetite, then it may cause some munchies, but it is also said to cause some dry mouth. Ah. It is also good for depression. I should mention that. But I'm prepared as always. I got bad. I'm sad I got when snacks. my mouth is. I'm sad when my mouth is wet. So whenever it gets dry, I get happier. Well, I get sad. I get sad when my mouth is dry. But and because I get sad, I about you were that, gonna say you get sad when my mouth is dry. I was gonna be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, yes, it hurts. Do you want me to use more teeth? Yes. I love that video. That was fucking hilarious. Um, I don't know what he's referring to. We'll figure it out later. With all that being said, I have beds. I got snacks. I got everything. And yeah. Shank, what is it that you have to read? Uh, very similar, honestly. Um, happy, relaxed, and very euphoric. Hi. It's uh, also known to help with, um, it, it, like, it, if you're hungry, if you need to eat, or you're, you're not hungry. And you need lack to eat. of appetite. That's the one. Lack of appetites. Um, if you're lacking appetites, um, then this is a good strain for that. Um, nice. And uh, it does cause a little bit of dry mouth as well. So, like Curtis said, we are prepared. I have snacks right there. I have beverage right there. We are hey, prepared. Prepared because we are seasoned stoners. That's right. Garlic powder. Garlic powder. That's right. And with being garlic powder, we also have joints rolled up right here, ready to go. I got right one here? of that rainbow belts in my nice classic orange zigzag, one and a quarter, as always. And I'm using my usual OCBs because they're just they're, you know, OCB sponsor me. Seriously, just do it. I use so many of your papers. You'll save me well, so much money. Please just do it. <laughs> and with all that. Before we light these up like we're supposed to, mm -hmm. we gotta take a nice little dry hit to see if we can get any extra flavor. Good buds ASMR moments. Okay, wow. Oh, mm. what the fuck? <laughs> That's interesting. Okay, I got something interesting to happen here. What do you got on your end? Same. Uh, okay, um. Oh, I just. Mm. <laughs> It's fucking, mmm. It's like a lemon sponge cake. That's interesting. It tastes just like a lemon sponge cake. That that's interesting as fuck. That's weird. How about you? Mine is, the you know that little hint of gas that I could yeah. get. It's all gas all day. Like every other flavor, every other scent, every other thing is completely gone. It is just pure gas. It's like I just like. I feel like I just put my mouth against like a gas tank and was like, <laughs> like you know, like that's a different that's a different way to get high that yeah, we don't endorse that we don't endorse. But no, seriously, it's like pure gas, man. Like that was like 
there's no there's no like i mean i guess there's a little bit of sweetness there if i kind of really try to focus on it but it's like oh it's sweet gas really so it's like this. octane 83 yeah it's like yeah, not it's 87 like, not 87 87 is too bitter <laughs> but no like straight up though like it's it is it's weird man like the guy it's i i, I it's it's interesting but going to get me started on diesel <laughs> yeah Ugh, diesel <clears throat> Diesel. Actually, to be fair, I've heard what diesel is the sweetest. I've heard that diesel is actually the sweetest of uh, of the gasolines. Like when you're if you're siphoning it or whatever, I've heard that diesel is the sweetest. I've never tried it myself, but I'll take people's word for it. <laughs> I won't. They've been fucking ingesting gas. Yeah, to be fair, they've huffed gas. They've been they, yeah. I, can't, I probably can't take their word for it. <laughs> with all that being said, let's huff on some gas ourselves. Let us yeah. poof on these joints. Let us light them up. What they are meant to do. It is four twenty somewhere in the worlds. Yes, it so, is. Buds, you can join us. You can light up your joints. You can light up your blunts, your bongs, your bowls, your vapes, your rigs, whatever the fuck you got. Take another bite of your edible. Exactly. Take another bite. Just do it. Do it. And with all that, let us bubba bubba blaze it again. Tok tok shaboke. Tok shaboke. Spiffy as fuck. Mm. Okay, there's that chocolatiness. Alright, it's back. The chocolatey is back. Whew. Back, back in New what? York groove. Okay, so I get a little bit of the lemony. Nice. A little bit of some gassy skunk shits. <coughs> yeah. A bit of floral. I've lost all sweetness. <coughs> Pretty chill. Alright. Right. But I'm definitely feeling the effects still. This is honestly a little bit... <laughs> like a little bit harsher, I feel, through the joint than it was through the bong. Hmm. It may be like the sustained hit, like the fact that I keep taking really big hits of it because the flavor is so good. Maybe the case. <laughs> like seriously, the flavor is <coughs> it's magnificent, but it's tasty. Tasty, it's burning tasty, smooth, but... and I got a fucking thick ass resin ring. Mm. Mm. Oh, so good. Bev's. So good. Beverage already. Yeah, drinking some Bev's already. Yeah, I got to drink a drink a little little bit of water there just to kind of keep my mouth uh, from being parched. I got a bit of a uh, Starbucks double shot energy. One of the fucking vanilla flavors. Love those Ooh, things. Those are so. damn good. Yeah, those are damn. Taking good. a sip you right now what? too because I get a bit of dry mouth. My other half used to <laughs> love. They had those. Do you remember Sorry. the small the small cans? Mm-hmm. The Starburst, like they were the Starburst double shots or whatever, but they were like the small espresso cans or whatever. Yeah. My other half used to love getting those. They sold them at the convenience store next to, next to our house, and I'm pretty sure we were the only ones that ever bought them because I would buy them out regularly. I'd go there and I'd, like, buy, like, you know, four cans, five cans, like, whatever they had left on the shelf to buy them out or whatever, and then they'd restock it and stuff like that. But then they stopped stocking them after a while, and I was like, and I, I asked the owner who I know, I'm like, why'd you stop selling them? And they were like, oh, well... Uh, they were like, uh, they were like, we put them on the order and they just won't send them to us. And I was like, well, they, I, that's weird. I was like, they still have them, right? And they were like, yeah, they, as far as I know, you know, they still have them and everything else. And I was like, man, this is weird. So, but I have not been able to find them anywhere in any stores around my house, like those little cans of the espresso ones. Right. Nowhere. I have not been able to find them anywhere around my house. And she was so bummed because, like, no, she's not as big of an energy drink fanatic as I am. Like, I love Red Bulls. Like I'll drink Rockstars, Monsters, whatever. Oh, like, yeah. but but mostly Red Bull. But like, 
but she's not as big of an energy drink fanatic as I am, but she loves coffee. She's a huge coffee fan. So, like, when she found those double shot espresso things, she was like, <gasps> and perfect. loved them. And they were perfect, and they were just the perfect amount of energy, and the big cans just aren't the same. Like, they, they are different. Like, they taste good. I like them. But yeah. I don't, like, love them. And she's the same way. She likes them, but she doesn't love them. Like, she loved those little ones. So, like, ugh. If we ever get a P.O. box, you buds need to send us out some of those. Like, just send us, like... <laughs> I'm just gonna keep... Just send me anything Starbucks in a can yeah, or a bottle. Happy. He'll be happy. Yeah, he'll be happy, man. Oh, not the, natri- not the Nitro Brew. That shit's bullshit. Oh, yeah, the Nitro Brew is kind of weird, yeah. Yeah, I don't like that shit. But yeah, no. <clears throat> shit that I do like is all the stuff that comes from our wonderful advertiser. Do you like fashionable and unique clothing? Do you like things that shine super bright when exposed to light? Do you like discounts? Do you like advertisements that ask, do you like, over and over, knowing there is no direct way for you to answer back? If you answered yes to all of these questions, or even just the first three, check out lumenspot.com for some lit clothing and accessories, and use the code GOODBUDSPODCAST at the checkout for 50% off and free shipping. Thank you Lumenspot for sponsoring us, and thank all of you for listening. Check it out today with the link below in the description. Thank you so much, Lumen Spot. You're always shining brightly. Better every week. <laughs> no, they're not. I'm getting progressively, progressively worse as I lean closer to the edge. But with that being said, we found. Um, oh, fuck it. We went online and found Wee News worldwide. Okay, that one was lazy as shit. But anyway, my, intro, uh, my intros are getting worse to that. <laughs> yeah, they, they definitely are. But for the first news story today, this one comes from actually, it's a Canada slash America story, which is interesting. It's one of those ones that actually crosses the border. Um, but in this case, it's a group of Canadian, uh, the Canadian courts have decided to stay charges, which basically what that means is that the judge, you buds out here who don't know, when a stay of charges happens, it's because the judge basically goes, it would probably be bad for the judicial system if we bothered charging these people, so we're not going to bother. Because it's going to take too long, it's going to cost too much money, there's going to be like, it, there's no point, like nobody's really going to get hurt from it or win from it or anything, There's right. no like so there's no point, right? Um, so what ended up happening is that a private helicopter was used by some Ontario men or allegedly, I should say, used by some Ontario men to run cannabis into the United States, all Mission Impossible slash James Bond style. Um, Yeah, so uh, authorities allege that a Jet Ranger helicopter stuffed with cannabis was flown across the border at low altitudes to avoid radar detection on several occasions. Um, Charges against four men in the greater Toronto area who have been accused of discreetly flying cannabis into the United States using a private helicopter have been dropped. The men, are, the men range from ages 25 to 40, and they were charged with conspiracy to commit unlawful export of cannabis, possession of cannabis for the purpose of exporting, and unlawful cultivation, propagation, and harvest of cannabis plants last September. Um, so, of course, the charges have been dropped, like we said. Um, they stem from a 16-month joint uh, investigation. I love that they call it a joint investigation when more than one police unit's involved in it, especially when yeah. it has to do with weed. I'm like, you damn it, right it was a joint investigation. But I'm <laughs> but, like, but Throw on sunglasses. Like, throws on, yeah, throws on sunglasses, puts a joint in his mouth. Yeah! <laughs> the good buds CSI. 
Looks like this weed was smoked. What? <laughs> anyway. But anyway, uh, so the RCMP and Homeland Security basically went and, and working with the OPP, yeah, you know me, um, the Ontario Provincial Police, um, they did an investigation for 16 months and they ended up basically going and searching. Like, okay, so the initial way that they found out about the helicopter was that in April 2019, a U.S. Border Patrol agent saw the helicopter hovering above a parking lot in New York's Beaver Island State Park. So they were at a state park, but they were hovering over a parking lot, which is not something that people typically do. Uh, it's about a kilometer from Fort Erie, Ontario. So a search of the area revealed four duffel bags stuffed with cannabis for a total of about 50 kilograms. All right. So, essentially, U.S. authorities then saw the helicopter, which stayed at low altitude, fly back to Canada, right? So they were low flying. They were, like, staying low. They were doing that whole thing where they're, like, stay low to avoid radar, you know, like, right. kind of thing. Like, fucking, like, like, that kind of shit. They were legitimately doing that shit. Um, so four months later in August, the police searched, a, searched six properties across Quebec and Ontario. They seized a helicopter, a truck and trailer... 18 firearms, more than 800 cannabis plants, and about 400 grams of cocaine. Oh my god. Mm. Okay. So these guys were rolling deep. They probably, more than likely, my theory is once again Hell's Angels. Because uh, a lot of the time, when the uh, there's organized crime activity and stuff like that, the Hell's Angels, especially from Quebec, are very much involved. I don't know how much so these days. Because the Hell's Angels, like you know, they they they're still around. They're just more low key than they used to be, um, and it's uh, one of those things where they don't pop up as often anymore. But I know that in this situation, they did charge the, the they searched the six properties, and according to the police, uh, the cannabis was being grown in the Greater Toronto area. So it was in Ontario, more than likely in the Greater Toronto area, in Ontario. <clears throat> so, what part of Toronto part of... is that great? Oh, I'm oh, sorry, none cool. of them. No, yeah, no, no, Ontario, Toronto sucks. Uh, <laughs> but uh, love you, Toronto. Um, but uh, <laughs> but CTV reports did say that two of the accused are now trying to regain possession of the helicopter, which is a Bell two hundred six B three Jet Ranger helicopter. I mean, um, I would be too. That's a beast of a fucking yeah. helicopter. Am I right? That's... It's a damn good helicopter. Uh-huh. But um, it's, it is a damn good helicopter, though. Um, it's currently being held by the RCMP pending a civil forfeiture hearing in the Ontario Superior Court. So basically, they confiscated it when they did the search of the properties and stuff like that. Um, but if they can't prove that it was the proceeds of a crime or they can't prove that it was a, uh, that it was like either that it was used in the commission of a crime, um, right. then they can't keep it. But if they can, if they can be like, no, it was used while you were committing a crime, or it was used, it is the product of crime, like you stole right. it, or you Something used stolen like money to buy it, then the cops can keep it and use it. And and it's actually a, not a huge issue up here in Canada. I don't hear about this happening very often in Canada. Um, I read a story like this every, every like two, three times a week from the States where someone's truck gets, they get pulled over on the side of the road, their truck gets taken and the cops don't give their truck back. They just slap a sheriff's logo on the side of it, and now it's a sheriff's truck. Right. Like, they're like, they're like you know, it's like a guy gets pulled over for having, like, two grams of weed in his car, and then they're like, oh, no, yeah, that's our car now. 
and yeah. you can't it's, fight it because it's legal. Yeah, that doesn't have forfeiture. Okay. <laughs> not not too often in a lot of st- it's only in some states as well it's not in all states yeah it's only it in doesn't some happen a lot in here yeah. it doesn't happen all that civil much forfeiture isn't I mean, legal in all states i don't think I but think then again like state to state but then again you find a helicopter yeah that's a, a little bit of a different I story keep, okay, i want to keep a helicopter that's kind of, well let's see one year's budget or that's true. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is, if they take that helicopter through civil forfeiture, they can just sell it for like five hundred thousand dollars or some shit like that, and then be like, take that money and that ups their budget by that much money for the next year. Yeah, um, and so, then they just buy an Apache. Exactly right. Well, if they if they don't already have one, but uh, no, the Canadian Canadian RCMP don't have that kind of shit. We have like Seahawks. They're terrible. They, even the Wait. British don't want Seahawks. But anyway, um, the but people yeah. said that the people want their 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 helicopter back because they deny any wrongdoing and believe that they have the right to the, the right to the return of their lawful property. Like they own that Which, helicopter. And, and if honestly, they're not getting charged for it, then. There's no crime that I mean. was committed, so they have no and, right to take it. And the guy probably already owned the helicopter. Like, I, let, right. let's face it. Like, the dude probably the reason point, why they're doing this, but the reason why they were probably doing this in the first place is because one of the guys was like, "Guys, I own a fucking helicopter. We could do that." You know, like he didn't he didn't do it and then get a bunch of money and then use that illegal money to buy a helicopter. Dude already owned a helicopter. He already had his pilot license. He already owned a helicopter. Like, you right. can't. It's like that's like somebody like me getting arrested for cannabis somewhere. And then, like, you know... On a boat. Coming, the... Yeah, on a boat. And them coming to my house and taking my boat just because a boat was used in the commission of the crime when they can't prove it was the same boat. Right, you, you were know? just smoking a joint on a fucking lake that happened to yeah. be like, half Canada, half boat. America. Yeah, yeah, it was, like, someone else's boat. But then I go home and I own a boat and they take my boat. And and I'm like, give me my boat back. You can't prove that it was the boat committed in the crime. You know, so either way, hopefully the dudes get their helicopter back and hopefully next time they decide it, not to do something stupid. And yeah. fly a fucking helicopter across the fucking border trying to deliver cannabis. It's gonna be legal soon, guys. Anyway, you can do it legally like it, in a year or it's, two. Right. It's legal in New York and Canada anyway, which is probably why the you know mm. it got thrown out or you know Absolutely. neglected. Regardless, That's probably, that probably but even then, that. rather than dumping it in the parking lot of a national park where people can see you, why don't you just take it to private property? You yeah. drop it in there. As soon as anybody comes to question you, give show me a warrant. Exactly. You go You go to your buddy's property. Say your buddy has like fucking five acres or eight acres of land or something like that somewhere. You just fly out to their land and be like, all right, I'm dropping it. I'm, I'm, dro- I'm dropping a GPS pin for you and I'm going home. And then yep. you go. And then your buddy can go on his private property. They own it or her private, their private property that they own and go mm. for a hike on their private property and just happen to find cannabis that they don't report to the police. Because it's their private property, and if the cops see the helicopter hovering over the private property, they might contact the owner of the property, but the owner of the property can be like, no, my buddy was flying his helicopter around, and that's fine. What did he drop? None of your business. What did he drop? Oh, he didn't drop anything. Well, we saw something drop. No, you didn't. No. (laughs) No, you don't lie to them. You tell them exactly. I don't know. Or we saw them drop something. I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't find anything out there. You don't even have to deny it. You can completely say, hey, yeah, I do have it, but... It's private property. Show me a yeah. warrant. Yeah, what did he? And by the time they get that, yeah, what did he drop? A sleeping. A, what did he drop? A sleeping bag. Yeah, that you can lie on. Yeah, why did he drop? What did he drop? A sleeping bag. Everybody owns a sleeping bag. If they ask you to prove it, you can just grab your fucking sleeping bag. Regardless. So. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a very twisty, turny. Yeah, but uh, that, story. that's available on the growth op. It's really interesting, but buds can check out the link down below in the description. But yeah, it's twisty and turny. Very twisty turny. 
like the rotors of a helicopter. Or like our next story, which is also in the description below. This comes to us from CBS News. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of a compiling of a story that I've been following here and dear to my heart. And this was just on a major news, so that's the only reason I'm doing it. No specific affiliations. With that mm-hmm. being said, this is funny because it's actually been slightly affecting me. A Michigan lab behind a $229 million cannabis recall sues <gasps> the Cannabis Regulatory Agency. Well, well the Marijuana Regulatory Agency, I should say. Total recall. Um, pretty much weed edition so essentially what this boils down to is long-standing tensions between a company called veritas laboratories at well just the conglomeration of veritas because there's a couple labs that they have isn't that that guy that's from youtube that goes no that's vitas oh okay okay (laughs) he's amazing Um, but with all that um, it's between them, it's between them and Michigan's Marijuana Regulatory Agency, which is the agent, government agency in Michigan that regulates THC levels, what products can and can't be sold, yeah. uh, the regulation of certain bills and stuff like that. So, essentially, and Veritas Laboratories themselves don't actually grow. They are a laboratory that tests cannabis products for THC content, for safeness, and all that stuff. Yeah. So... Long-standing tensions between these companies. Obviously, a government agency wants stuff at a very specific level, and a laboratory is trying to find, you know, the most potent and the most purest and the best type of cannabis to put onto the market. Yeah. So there's obviously some tensions between them, like, hey, we want stuff stronger. They're like, we want stuff lower so people aren't getting addicted or whatever. Yeah, they're like, like they're yeah, they're like, trip. no, you need to keep it. They're, well, that's the thing is that it's, it's because I it's think... It's a bunch of suits. Yeah, it's a, there's a lot of different things about it, and I think one of them is that they're trying to essentially see <coughs> where, uh, <coughs> like, a comfortable regulation for, for cannabis is, and I think what they should yeah. do is just do what they do with alcohol. They have beer, which is, like, light, then they have, like, Everclear, which is, like, Potent. Yeah, spectrum. but then yeah, but then they have moonshine, which is too strong and illegal, hypothetically and technically. True. So there true. are still regulations. So there are still regulations, and like, but even and so, and, and even and then, they, we yeah. still we have. But they're trying know, to figure out how cannabis affects people, and if they just go if they they don't want to run before they walk. Yeah, that, which is stupid it, because growers know what they're doing. So, They've been doing it a long time. But go ahead, Curtis. Sorry. So these are the companies and businesses and stuff that are at the center of this. And what is happening is essentially Michigan's largest cannabis recall, uh, which happened to Veritas Laboratories. Um, The Marijuana Regulatory Agency issued a recall for marijuana products besides inhaled uh, cannabis concentrates assessed by testing facilities at Veritas Laboratories and Veritas North between August 10th and November 16th. The engine... The agency said that it noticed inaccurate or unreliable results of items tested by the facilities and advised those with the potentially harmful products, in air quotes, uh, to properly dispose of them or retest them. So essentially, the Michigan, the MRA, uh, put out a blatant recall on a whole bunch of products that went through Veritas Laboratories, which they test a whole bunch of products from multiple growers and production facilities all throughout Michigan, and a couple outside of Michigan. Um, These are both recreational and medical as well. 
So by doing this, a whole bunch of this affected about $229 million worth of cannabis products and the recall impacted more than 400 sales locations throughout Michigan. That's a lot of fucking dispensaries that, is, that got affected. Yeah, that is a lot of dispensaries. And like you said, it probably it probably affected you as well, right? Like I mean It specifically affected me because Veritas actually is a company that tested some strains that I do like and I was not able to get them for a while because there was a recall on them. And mind you, this recall was for weed because they thought that it was mislabeled in terms of THC content. So straight up, there was nothing wrong with any of this weed. There was no fungus. There was no mites. There was nothing wrong with the structure. There was nothing wrong with the weed. It was not poor. It was not bad. Yeah. It was just the THC may have differed a slight bit. Something so it else. Was slightly mislabeled by like right. a couple percent or something. Right. And mind Ugh. you, weed is... When weed goes in for testing, they aren't testing every single no. nug. Because no. if they tested yeah. every single nug, you wouldn't have any weed left to smoke. No, exactly. They only, yeah. They send in a little bit. That gets it's tested. It's called batch testing. Like, literally right. every industry does it. Batch testing is the way that every industry works. They That's take one you... chocolate bar, and they fucking they... check that chocolate bar. It's one right. for every, like, 10 or one for every 20. And they exactly. check that chocolate bar. And if it doesn't yeah. have a bunch of insect legs in it, they go, good enough. Exactly. They do that with everything in food. They do that with a whole bunch of stuff. They do that with products in, you know, just pens and pencils. They'll take one or two off the line, test it for fucking 10 hours. If it still writes, then they're like, okay, the whole batch is good. Exactly. Every single thing, you take a small little bit of it, you test that. Whatever that is, you use that as the basis for everything else. So if the one nug you took off has a THC content of 20, that whole batch has a content of THC content marked down as 20, even though yeah. part of it might be 24, part of it might yeah. be 26, part of it might be 19. Part and of it as might a be naturally 15. growing, as a naturally growing plant, it's more than likely going to have that. You're going to have different concentrations in different parts of the plants. I actually remember reading a study that said that buds that are closer to the, st the core stem, like ones that are like right. closer in towards the core stem, have higher THC content than the ones further out on the buds, like you know, you can, like further out on the stems. You like, can have a whole. You can have a bundle of bananas that are perfectly the same age ripe, mm -hmm. eat one, and then immediately eat the next one, and one of them will taste better because that one had more sunlight or that one was better in the bunch or whatever. Even if they're on the same bunch, they're still going to yeah. taste slightly different. Absolutely. And that's so, it's because it's a biological thing. So with all of this being said, uh, Veritas Laboratories has said that the MRA has disregarded industry experts, widely accepted scientific practices caused disruption through its reckless and arbitrary decision making and ultimately put the pa or the patients and consumers it is charged with protecting at risk. Mm. Uh, this was stated by uh, again Veritas's attorney Kevin Blair uh, and they have called the recent recall unjustified, prejudiced and retaliatory. Blair said that the recall has no public health or safety risk justifying it. Like I said, there was nothing wrong with the no. weed. It was just slightly mislabeled based exactly. on THC. The recall is the latest and most egregious action by the MRA in a prolonged campaign of harassment aimed at Veritas. Unfortunately, yeah. this latest effort by the MRA has caused huge disruption and chaos in the industry, harming small businesses and besmirching Veritas's reputation with no basis in science. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's, and that's, and that is, that is a uh, not cool. 
Exactly. And the complaint alleges that the regulatory agency unlawfully shut down Veritas' facilities and issued the recall despite experts saying it was unwarranted to do so. Attorneys have asked the court to provide relief to Veritas and bring accountability and oversight to the agency that has far exceeded its authority. The state regulatory agency said it it is investigating the recall incident. At the time of the recall, Veritas Laboratories said it was fully cooperating. Uh, as of right now, the MRA has not commented to CBS. So yeah. that is pretty much the basis of the story. There's a lot of ups and downs. You can check all the stories and links and all that shit behind it downstairs in the description below. Yeah, it's a pretty that fun is... one. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I mean, and honestly, like, I can see, like, I can see why they would want to err on the side of caution, but at the same time, I don't think a total market recall is necessary in that situation. Like, those, right. those, like, the panic recall button should only be pressed in the event that it's a public health concern, and it wasn't. What they should have done is, from every store where a certain product was being sold that they didn't trust, send one package or one you know, piece of it back, one piece of inventory back, have that get tested. If it's clear for the store, you don't have to send the rest back, just sell it yeah. off your gut. Yeah. If if you have something that's completely wrong, completely fucked up, then that yeah. store sends their batch back. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and there there were ways they could have gone about it that would have disrupted businesses a hell of a lot less. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you know, that's an interesting story though. And and, and uh, honestly for mine it's also an interesting story because I've been following this for the last, um, since 2018. Um, so basically there was a study done in Canada. This is from uh, marijuanamoment.net, uh, by the way. Um, and there was a study done in Canada, um, because people were interested in knowing it by a group that wanted to prove that initially that cannabis would lead to more traffic violations uh, and traffic injuries um, because they said that, you know, like when cannabis becomes legalized, um, there's going to be way more people getting in car accidents. And there's they, they, right. they said this before it was legal. They lobbied this and they tried really hard to keep it from becoming legal because of that, because they said so they did a study and they've been studying it since 2018 um, to essentially try and figure out whether or not that's true. Because, you know, a good scientist, you know, believes something and tries to disprove it. Of course. So, um, so Canada's move to legalize cannabis didn't result in increased traffic industry, in, in, traffic injuries. That's pretty much what the new study found. Um, in a paper that was published in the journal Drug and Alcohol Dependence, researchers said they sought to investigate claims that, in, that establishing, or sorry, sorry, claims that establishing establishing the Canada holy crap my brain is broken right now that establishing the cannabis legalization law which took effect in October 2018 would make roads less safe as most prohibitionists uh, say uh, this weed is very stumbly word weed um, but after oh, yeah. analyzing Ontario and Alberta's emergency department data from April 2015 to December 2019 however they couldn't find any evidence that supported that theory uh, implementation of the Cannabis Act in Canada was not associated with evidence of significant post-legalization changes in traffic in injuries. So, essentially, as Curtis and I always say, what we already know, we've known this for a long time, is that 
people who smoke cannabis are safer drivers. Right. You're just... You, when you smoke weed, you're always... You go five miles under the speed limit. You're stopping yeah. at stop signs for a while. Yeah. Again, I know, you're, yeah. You're always waiting. You're stopping 100%. to take a drink of water. If you want to text somebody or if somebody texts you, you don't you don't text back. You fucking pull off to the side of the road to text or some shit. Exactly, 110%. And like, and we so turn, basically, yeah. We stoners are the people who, when we go somewhere and we have to like figure out where we're going or look for an address, we turn the radio down radio, so we yep. can look yep. better. Yeah, turn the radio down. Actually, fun fact: there's a scientific proof behind that. They did a study that proved what it was. I know it's because the uh, yeah the input from your ears and your eyes at the same time when you're lowering the input from your ears, it actually allows your eyes to focus more. It's cool. You guys yeah. can look it up at home, buds. Um, but um, yeah, it's, it basically what they said is despite that, despite the fact that worldwide momentum towards legalization of recreational cannabis has used has raised a common concern that such policies might increase cannabis impaired driving and consequent traffic-related harms, uh, especially among youth, that is not the case from what the study finds. They show no evidence whatsoever that legalization had anything to do with it. Um, essentially, they said that there were there are still cannabis-related accidents. Don't take this to mean, like, to think that cannabis-related injuries and everything else don't occur. It's just that they occurred before it was legal, too. Right. There just hasn't yeah. been an increase. Yeah. They just haven't gotten more of them. If anything, actually, it's gotten less because people are treating it more responsibly because they're more educated about cannabis now, which right. is really cool. And at least um, in Canada, you guys do have at least uh, commercials and stuff like that saying, hey, cannabis is still impaired driving, and you guys oh, are yeah. very strong on your impaired oh, driving. Oh, straight up. I remember, actually, this like, well, it's one of my favorite commercials. I, he, like, I get the commercials in too, Michigan. Way too high. Like the what? like a pack of zigzags where the guy's like goes and he like grabs his car keys and the pack of zigzags falls on and he's like the zigzags are like hey whoa wait up man you can't drive right now you're way too high and that's like and the guy's like <gasps> and I'm like yeah it's fucking stupid but it's funny but either way yeah. what 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 no, the lawmakers think yeah yeah I'm close enough to uh fucking Ontario where we have your radio <laughs> stations and yeah. I shit you not our Canadian radio station will play like hey drive you're don't drive high. A message from the Canadian Ministry of some shit. Yeah, Canadian <laughs> Ministry of Health or whatever. Yeah, but it's true. But also, um, we they introduced, as soon as cannabis was legalized, they introduced Bill C-46, um, which came into force very shortly after legalization. And it, Im- it increased traffic penalties for impaired driving at all. Like So we're talking alcohol, cannabis, uh, cons- and, and a combination of both. You get a in- vastly increased... Uh, penalty for it now right it, it used to right. be like a bad you're bad and now it's like a, you done fucked up right kinda, right so so like it's like we warned you you done fucked up so anyway it's it's pretty interesting and there's a lot of interesting information here that they get into detail about what the american medical association said last year and they found that small so small doses of cbd also have no you know so if you're on cbd go nuts you won't impair your driving. You're fine. Well, then. Everybody knows that. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, you need to essentially smoke a substantial amount of cannabis before you are at the point where you shouldn't drive. And you should know when you're at that point. Absolutely. Not to drive. But you can check that out, net. The link is down below for you in the description. Exactly. And be safe when you're traveling while high. And True. while you're traveling, why not get high? And for that, we need to go to my next news story, which comes to us from the NPR.org. And that's the fact that in Thailand, there is a 
chain of pizza restaurants called the Pizza Company. Awesome. And they have a pizza called Crazy Happy Pizza. This pizza like comes name. this pizza comes with a cannabis leaf lopped on top. Best pizza ever. <laughs> Hold the phone for a second. Okay. So so before we all get super excited, oh my god, cannabis abuse pizza in Thailand. No, 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 no. Yeah. So in Thailand, there's a fast food restaurant. Like I said, it's called uh, the Pizza Company. They have their pizza called Crazy Happy Pizza, or roughly what it translates to. And it's topped off with a cannabis leaf. What that's is it in uh, Cambodia? Fried. What, you mean Thailand? Or Thailand? Don't, don't they, uh, what do they speak? Uh, Thai. So it's in Thai. What's it, what do they call it in Thai? If any of you buds know what crazy happy pizza is in Thai, just yeah, they know. only say the Americanized version of that oh, for some reason. I wish I, I wish they had the actual Thai version. But, now, you know. mind you, this will not get you high because this is just the leaf of the pizza. It's yeah. not actually going to get you high. It's not infused. Garnish. The things that are infused, they do have uh, fucking. A, the deep fried cannabis leaf, which is placed on top, mind you, the leaf is deep fried, so it's crispy oh, and wait. crunchy. We posted, did wait a minute, did we we posted about that on our Facebook page like a couple weeks ago. My but our good bud Josh, uh, who shares memes with us on Facebook, had had shared a meme that said they deep fried the leaf, and someone commented with they deep fried the leaf, so I shared it with the title of they deep fried the leaf. Okay, so yeah, they deep fried the leaf. Um, but the cannabis is also infused into the cheese crust, and there's chopped cannabis used for the dipping sauce. So it's just like chopped up weed kind of thrown everywhere. Or hot leaves, I should say. Yeah. Now the thing is, in Thailand, cannabis is not legal. Mm-mm. This pizza technically is not legal. They cannot advertise this pizza legally, and they cannot legally sell it to anyone under the age of 12. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> the cost of a nine-inch pi- or pizza costs uh four hundred and ninety-nine baht, which is about fifteen dollars American. Nice. Uh, if you Please prefer the do-it-yourself variety, you can choose your own toppings. Uh, with a hundred-dollar baht or three-dollar surcharge for two or three cannabis leaves. It's awesome. You can just add more cannabis leaves on there. You have to eat a fuck ton of these things to get any sort of effect, and even then, yeah. you just maybe get a bit sleepy. You're getting, if anything, you're getting some CBD off of it, and that's about it. It's really just a marketing com- uh, campaign, and yeah. according to Panus or Panusak Sinyutsatbun, who is the general uh, manager of the pizza company... As soon as, as soon as you said Thailand, I knew this was going to be an interesting article. Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, he just said it's a marketing campaign. You may get a bit sleepy. Um, but it's a mashup of toppings that invoke the flavor of Thailand's famous Tom Yum Gai soup. Uh, so there's like onions, mushrooms, tomatoes, some sauce, some like beetroot or some other shit on there. It looks like soy sauce. Ballin. Oh, exactly. But like I said, this is mainly CBD pizza. There's yeah. not really any yeah. THC no, in it. You're not going to get, if... you're not going to bake off that pizza. I mean, the pizza's baked, but you're not going to be. Now, if you want that, you have to go to Cambodia. Because oh. <laughs> cannabis in Cambodia, which is still illegal, I should mention. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it's illegal, the prohibition is not really enforced in certain cities. For example, the cities of Phnom Penh, Phnom Penh uh, yeah. Siam, 
Siam Reap, and Sianau Sianokville. Um, Sianokville. <laughs> um, they publicly offer food that is cooked with cannabis or with cannabis as a side garnish or sprinkled on top or whatever as a topping or a, a seasoning. I would love so to get a pretzel just, shaped like a pipe that I can smoke a bowl through. <laughs> they just top it with cannabis on top. She's yeah, like, they oh, just, thanks. Just, they has like, and you're like, yeah, just, and they're, and it's just, it's just a pipe shaped thing. And then they, you, you grab it and they just sprinkle the weed in and you're like, oh, thank you for the garnish. <laughs> then eat the pretzel bowl. Um, no but yeah, evidence. Apparently that's illegal, but it's also legal if they're okay with it. So it's kind of weird. They call it Happy Pizza in Cambodia, so it makes sense that in Thailand, crazy Happy Pizza. I know, right? Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, this is it's interesting as fuck all the way around. If you want more on that, there's links downstairs in the description below. Hell yeah, and that's that's I want to travel, Curtis. Yes, we're gonna travel more. Let's- you need to donate to our Patreon. Buds do the world. <laughs> buds good do buds. the world. Oh my God! Yes. Good buds do we'll America. Have, then we'll good have buds, buds do, do America. And then bud, yeah, then buds do the world. That'll be absolutely amazing. And honestly, like yeah, we gotta travel, man. So that's it for okay. So where was that story from again? Uh, that story was well. Uh, the story was from NPR.org, and the fucking uh, thing about Cambodia is from Google. Oh, Holland. That's awesome. It. That's fucking magnificent. Well, so you buds at home can Google it as well. But no, that's fantastic. No, 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 Google. I'm not talking to you. But um, no, that's, mine did the uh, same thing. So uh, no, that's fantastic. But anyway, that's it. I guess that covers it for, yep, uh, for that, the news today. That's it for Weed News Worldwide. All right, buds. So that, since that's it for Weed News Worldwide, thank you for joining us with a new segment. Before we get into the next segment, I have to throw to this ad spot. Hey buds, you really want to show off your love of marijuana, or just really shine at your next smoke session? You really want to go to myhighshop.com for some of the coolest cannabis clothing and accessories. They have shirts, sweats, jewelry, grinders, and even pipes made out of amethyst crystals. You can check them out using the link below, and let them know I sent you by using code GOODBUDSCURTIS at checkout. You can save 35% off your entire order, and free shipping. Again, that's code GOODBUDSCURTIS at checkout. Thank you to myhighshop.com, and let's get back to the show. All right, sweet. Thank you, my high shop. Appreciate it. Absolutely. And now, Shank, how is it that you are feeling? Man, I feel absolutely fantastic. A little bit of a little bit little of hello hello You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like I got a little bit of the habalabas going on right now, which is unfortunate because I always hate that. I like to enunciate my words very well usually, and I dislike when my mouth doesn't cooperate with me. I get but, that. But it's but it is it's good, man. It's because I'm so relaxed. Probably is because my body's feeling very like yeah, man, good shit, yeah. bro. Yeah. So. Uh, frankly, I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. Um, I enjoy the strain. It's very, very tasty Oreo cookies. Um, a little bit more relaxed than I normally like to be, but I enjoy it. I enjoy it. How, how are you feeling, Curtis? How are you feeling? Ah, Savannah, my brain is pretty fried. I'm... <laughs> uh, I'm pretty relaxed, but I definitely could get up and do something. Like, I'm not, like, yeah. a fix. I probably could lay down and fall asleep and have no issue with that right now either but right now i'm active i'm up relaxed calm uh i definitely feel happy and other than a little bit of dry mouth i'm not really like 
hungry, hungry, even though it's about dinner time for me. Same, same. Yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling not super hungry, but uh, definitely some dry mouth going on. Well, in order to feel hungrier, why don't we take another bong hit and see if we can get hungrier? Then we can go get a snack. <laughs> yeah, sounds and good. And then to after me. that snack, we can get into our. Conversation. Hey, buds, welcome to the conversation portion of the uh, podcast. We are going. Welcome to the conversation part of the podcast. I'm Isaac. <laughs> this is Curtis. And Shank. How are you guys doing today? That's fucking great. Um, okay. Well, I guess the good. fuck? What? I'm taking over. Okay. You know okay, what? Okay, then. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to be the interviewee, per se. So, the interviewer. Interviewer. Same difference. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Different difference. <laughs> you know, I would argue with this, but I'm too high already. Yeah, no, go so... ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead, man. I'm, I'm having fun. <laughs> All right, yeah, so I'm just going to be interviewing them. Nice. Simple as that. Be... Simple as that. Just yeah. like, it, okay. General still... can, I'm can just going to be asking you general questions about experience with the cannabis. Oh, okay, oh, I, I, th- I thought we I thought we were going to get into my tax forms, and I was about to say, Isaac, you know we don't talk about this. What yeah, are you trying to pull? Um, <laughs> legally, I'm dead. So, <laughs> um, so before we get interviewed, can we get high first? No. Okay, I'm doing it anyway. Yeah, I am too. Ahead. Fuck you. <laughs> 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 all right. Sweet. Uh, all right. Yeah. Well, with all that being said, hopefully, buds at home, you guys know the drill by now. We got bonks back. It is time to blaze it. Yes, sir. Talk to Talk to Oh, <coughs> rainbow belt. Ooh, Oreo cookies. For animation purposes, Gar- uh, Isaac, what are you, what are you drinking this week? You blew uh, it up all over your computer. Beverage. Got it. Beverage. 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 All right. Nice, refreshing can of beverage. <laughs> That's awesome. So, Isaac, you want to take over this week? Take all right. Take over. All right. All right. All right, DJ Khaled. I got. I got, so I got some. So I got some questions over here. English out. Get it out, Curtis. Get it out. Get over there. <laughs> I had a sneeze stuck. I had the microphone muted so nobody heard it. But damn it. <laughs> no, man. I was just. Like, 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 anyway, like let's just go. Done. Let's just keep, yeah, going. Just keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, keep going. Okay. Roll with it. Roll with it. So, Isaac, okay. do you have some questions for us? Yes, I do. All right. All right. I guess so, we'll get to them. First question. Have you ever been so high when you stopped at a stop sign, you were waiting for it to turn green? Uh, twice. No. Myself, no. Twice. I, I have made I... that joke. I have made that joke to friends who were driving, though, that stopped at a stop sign and were just waiting there a little bit longer than they needed to. I was like, are you waiting for it to turn green? And they were like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but I've never personally experienced it. I have experienced it exactly two times. 
One was at a four-way stop. It was four in the morning. I was extremely high and tired, and there was nobody else there. So I literally just stopped at a stop sign and waited and waited. Waited. Finally saw headlights coming, and I'm like, oh, this is a really long... Oh! And then quickly drove, so that way, you know, it looked like I just pulled up. Yeah, yeah. And pulled away. So it was no issue. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Second time I did it was strictly to be funny. And I had a couple friends in the car. We were all smoking. Pull up to a stop sign. I'm just sitting there and they're like, dude, why aren't you going? I'm like, oh, I'm waiting for it to turn green. Yeah. Like, Comedy. What? Two of my friends are like, okay. And one of my friends is like, dude, at the stop sign, it's not going to turn green. I'm just like, okay, you're the smart one. <laughs> and then we made fun of the other two because yeah. we're like, you guys didn't fucking realize it's a stop sign. Oh, it's it's a stop, stop sign. sign. Yeah, oh, that's great. Perfect. But no, like, usually when it comes to driving, um, I tend to, if I feel like I'm stoned enough that I would stop at a stop sign and think that it's a stoplight, I probably wouldn't be driving. I'm, like, I, yeah, I'm probably too high at that most point. Most of the time. Like, most of the time, like, I've been that high before, for sure. I've definitely been high enough that I would have thought a stoplight was a stop, was like, or a stop sign was a stoplight, but I wasn't now, driving. Now, mind you, also, it does also add to the factor of when you're high you are slightly a better driver yeah like not when true. you're super baked out of your fucking mind obviously don't drive at that point if you can barely but, walk you probably shouldn't drive right but smoking a little bit of weed does make you somewhat of a better driver <laughs> yeah. you are slower you are more focused yeah. for the most part yeah you are going to try your best to stay <laughs> under the speed limit and in the lines and do the blinkers and all that stuff Yep. You're more focused to do that, as opposed to being yeah. drunk, I should say. Well, You're me, still yeah, better yeah. off just being completely sober. Usually, but... extremely anxious drivers are usually safe drivers. Like, if someone has a little bit of anxiety, it's the dangerous drivers out there are the ones who lose their anxiety while driving. The ones who are driving and are like, I could do donuts Reckless. in the middle of the highway and be absolutely fine. It's like, no, you can't. Right. You will die. The people who are completely them. reckless yeah. and completely losing they've, that stuff. They, yeah, they've lost their ability to feel that anxiety. But when you're high, you keep, you're keep you very conscious of the fact that you're driving like a 4,000-pound chunk of metal at decent speeds. So you're That like, could I kill be... you and yeah. anybody you hit yeah. and severely fuck up anybody else in another 4-ton yeah. or more piece of metal next yeah. to you or in exactly. front of you or behind yeah. you i'm sure other people would take there. it yeah i'm sure other people would take it as like a an ex you know like as an excuse use it as an excuse and be like no man i was high so i, I didn't even think about it it's like yeah but dude that's your own stupid brain like that was your thought process failing not the weed <laughs> plus we stoners owe it to each other to not be stupid while we drive because that mm -hmm. will ruin it for other stoners who are oh, driving sigh yeah, don't fuck if it they, over. If everybody starts driving stoned and stupid, then they're going to start pulling people over for being stoned and stupid. And we don't want that. No. Let's keep it together, no. buds. We don't want to end up like the drunk drivers. We do not exactly. need AA. We do not need SA. <laughs> oh, God, no. We do not need AA stoners and AA doesn't work. Find other forms of rehab. Stop using AA. It's a religious it organization. Was an but I know, no, I know what example. you mean though. I know what you mean though. But every time AA, <laughs> I have to mention, don't use AA. There's better programs out there. But sure. Isaac, well, you have what? another question? Well, that general question turned into a serious one. <laughs> what do you expect? We're high. Yeah, I like the detail too. Well, okay. So the next question from you guys is on personal experience. Mm -hmm. What would you say are pros and cons to consuming your cannabis? Shank, start with your or start with your cons. Okay. Yeah. 
So, so some cons of doing cannabis. There are, because there are some. People out there have a hard time admitting that there are faults to cannabis and everything like that. But, regard, like, cannabis, like, especially when you're smoking it, it is damaging to your lungs. It's going, like, I mean, it might be health benefits in other places and everything else, but when you're combusting something and inhaling it, it's going to be detrimental over time to your lung capacity and to your lungs. Your lung, your throat, your esophagus. Yeah, just in general, right? So it's, it's not... It's not a healthy thing. I certainly don't think it's something that I'm panicked about. Like, it's, it's you know, but it's something that is important to keep in mind because a lot of people think it's a cure-all and that it has no negative effects. And it does have some, if you're smoking it. Right. Um, there's exactly. other ways to ingest you are it. That's still, it. You are still burning plant matter, and yeah. that still is going into, yeah. you. mind you, it is not the same as cigarette smoke or oh, any no. of those that where they exactly. add significant chemicals. But, again, yeah. it's not good. 100%. And... So there, there is that aspect of things. And aside from the health aspect of things, um, there's also, there's some, I guess, negative cannabis culture as well. Um, there are some, some people like to gatekeep cannabis. Um, and they like to, when they, like one of the, the cons is that a lot of people's attitude to cannabis is that, you know, you should rip it 110 every time. You know, you should get like, you know, like the only way to get high is to get completely fucking obliterated high and like if yeah. if you're not doing that you're not a stoner or you're not really a, like blah 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 and it's like and it's like every cult every every i guess like kind of culture or every kind of like group has those kind of people that's but more of like, a that's more of a cultural thing as opposed yeah. to smoking the weed itself yeah. so so in say. itself in itself i think yeah, that it's a... like it's like oh. it, ju- it just kind of comes with it when you know when people start to you know, like, they start to break down into clicks and everything else, and, like, you know, it's one of those things where, um, like, with cannabis, I feel that it's a very supportive culture. That's one thing I love about it, is most of the time, a good 90% of the time, it's the most supportive, like, open, like, people who are, like, 60 years old and people who are, like, 20 years old can sit down, and if they both love cannabis, they could go off on it, right? But, like, I think that the whole, like, you know, comparative... Like, com- like comparative culture, like on the podcast here, we'll smoke bunk street weed and give it the same respect, at least of opinions, as we will for the high end, like high grade top shelf shit. Like certainly they might treat us differently and everything else, but we'll at least treat them the same in regards to, you know, their, their equality. But I find on the internet, especially like Reddit, people get salty, but, but that's the internet. So, we, we can't so what you're internet. saying is that the... The smokers that, you know, because it's cool and all the cool kids do it, they're the con, basically. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, your the, people experience. who get into it, people who get into it because they want to, like, you know, be the coolest at it or because it's, like, something that they, like, identify themselves. Like, because I, I smoke a lot of weed. And if someone asked me if I smoked weed, I would say sure. But, like, I wouldn't. That's not my identity. It's not my whole identity. And there are those people that turn cannabis into their whole identity, and that can be dangerous. You know, like, it's like, if if, if the only thing that, if you, like, like, I get we're, we're two-dimensional, we are literally two-dimensional characters for you buds watching the YouTube video, which you should subscribe if you're watching it right now. We're two literally two-dimensional cre- creatures, but I don't like to be a two-dimensional character. And it's, any culture is like that, I guess. Like, it doesn't matter whether it's, like, video games or whatever. But, like, I feel that it's, in cannabis, it, it's more out of place. 
You know what I mean? It's more kind of out of place than it is in other places. But Curtis, like, I know that there's positives. I want to, I want to go over some, uh, like, Curtis, you go over some, some of your cons. If you have any cons, like, hit me with yours. Because mine are kind of, like, esoteric and stupid. Like, my main one is the health impact that people believe it doesn't have any negative health impact. That's my main con is, uh, that one. But, I mean, do you have any, like, less esoteric ones, like, than, uh... Uh, uh, I had one completely lost it. Oh shit! Well, hit us with the pro <laughs> then, because I know you got a ton of those. It's good. I mean, you guys both have pros, but <laughs> everyone's different, though. So you know, it's it's got to be con somewhere, mm-hmm. even if it's hard to think about. Oh yeah. I was honestly expecting to hear price, the pricing on Oh, well, of course, yeah. When you're buying legal, that is a big issue um, for a lot of people. Um, like, it's what keeps it's what keeps the illegal market open, or the, I should say legacy market um, open, is the fact that they're willing to keep charging reasonable prices for plant, whereas a lot of recreational outlets and, you know, stores and stuff know that they're the only legal option, so they can charge accordingly. Yeah, but I mean, okay, so I'll, I'll hit a pro, um, if Curtis can't think of it, like, cause I, I mean, it's good, it's good as a, I mean, obvious, <laughs> Every, everybody knows, <laughs> we're, we're called the Good Buds podcast, though, I mean, it's right in the name, it's what it says on the tin, <clears throat> but, uh, like, another big pro of it, um, would, honestly, I think, would be the, the calming aspect of it, the de-stressing nature of cannabis. Um, like the ability, like a lot of people get home at the end of the day and they'll have a drink, right? You know, they'll get home, they'll have a beer, have a whiskey, whatever. And I'm not going to judge them for it. You know, that's fine. You can do that. But there's nothing there's, I've never had a drink that has been as good as lighting a joint and just sitting back, you know, I've never had a beer that felt that good. Like, it's like, you know, like that's, that's something to me that's a mega pro like a major pro of it like you know because if i sit down and i crack a beer and i drink it i'll feel like i'm you know like drinking a beer you know like i'll feel like i'm there's too much involved with like making sure you know i drink a beer before it gets warm fucking you know like sitting there like it's uh, i don't know but when you light a joint or you smoke a bong after a long ass fucking day it's just instant like relaxation you know it's awesome hmm. like curtis you got any other pros man like you hit, hit us with some good ones man you got, i know like we uh we got a few uh, uh, it's, it's... Get over there. There, there, there's different <laughs> kinds you gotta collect them all jesus christ <laughs> Variety. It's fucking good. <laughs> Can you elaborate, man? <laughs> it's good. <laughs> I think someone's a little too high. Okay, man. All right. Maybe. So uh, you could, yeah. Okay, I guess there's a lot, of, a lot of cons, and and like you said, Isaac, everybody's different, right? So like the buds at home can judge for themselves whether they, you know, what their pros and cons are. And if you want to let mm-hmm. us know what some of yours are, hit us in the comments, and you know, hopefully you'll be able to, you know, right. hit us with some good ones. So yeah, you okay. can move on. We can move on. 
from again another from your experience what is the worst way that you've ever consumed hmm. well we could say this how about i know you guys both like paper you shake like papers curse you like glass but is there like a well you could do what is your worst way that you've consumed it and if you have anything better than the paper or the glass you guys have, is there any like better way have you ever consumed before? Okay. So for me, I would say worst way would be hot knife. Uh, hot hot knife. knifing two buds. Yeah. Oh my god. Now the wax, if you hot knife with wax, I can understand that. You know, it's it works as a temporary. But if you are hot knifing buds because that's the only way you can smoke. God damn, go go do something with your life. Go five minutes, five dollars. Go to the nearest glass bowl station, get a bowl. Yeah, yeah. Get a carrot and hollow it out. Like for God's get a, sake. Get an Just... apple for a dollar. Anything. Hollow it with a pen. Fucking, <laughs> that's way better. Unless but, you have one of those uh, ice I... things that you can make to breathe through, like for the when you're taking the that's. But that's a no. whole fucking rig. And if you're doing that, that you does... might as well just make a bong. Exactly. No, it's it's so stupid to make it work that it doesn't even work. And you're for ruining me. good butter knives. Right. So Isaac, what you do for hot knifing is you take two butter knives and you put it on a stove, either right. hot, either whatever, and you or you sandwich it. And you yeah. just sandwich it in between, and then just fucking suck up the steam that comes off of it. I I have a buddy of mine oh from back God, in the day who still terrible. has. I have a buddy of mine from back in the day who still has a giant triangle-shaped scar on the right side of his face. Right underneath his nose, from burning it's up. like it's like, and it's like a perfect fucking triangle right on his lip. Steak it looks knife. Like, it looks like an equilateral triangle, but it was a butter knife. It's just the angle it hit, because he was like taking the hit like that with the with the hot knives, and the angle it came in at just went, and it only yep. touched for like not even a not even a, like it was like it literally. I was there when it happened, and it was literally like you could snap your fingers, and that's how long it touched his face. Right, and he now to this day, and this yes. is like fifteen years later. He still has that shit on his face. Exactly. He has to, so he it's can't very explain how it happened to people either, because it's embarrassing right. as fuck. <laughs> it's fucking dangerous. It's stupid. It doesn't give a good yield, and it just fucking burns away and stupidly yeah. fucking ruins your weed. Yeah, and you ruin your wax too. If, which, if you're spending the money on wax and concentrates and stuff, might as well go spend the money on a rig as well. So you know what? No matter what, hot knifing is the worst. It sounds. I agree. Sounds. It sounds worse than actual cans. Yeah, it's literally the only thing I can think of that's worse than cans. Yeah. Cans is like there, and cans and... give you Alzheimer's. You know what? So actually, like that's saying something. Actually, in between cans and hot knifing, I will put using plastic as a fucking bolt piece. <gasps> oh, just Ooh, as like a one hit. Do that? No. Like as a one hit bolt piece type <laughs> Buds, of thing. No, buds, if you're listening, no, okay. no. <laughs> No, like all right, all right. thick plastic around, yeah. coated with a uh, aluminum foil Silicone, on the yes, inside. But like, uh, no, like a fucking marker cap. No, Hollow that out, mean, yeah. fill it with foil. You got a one or a two hit ball. Yeah, yeah. Even if you, yeah, the, that only works if you like layer up the tin foil like several layers, so that you're like, yeah, I know what you mean though. I've been there. I've been there. But it literally goes hot knife those kinds of bowls, then pop cans, yeah. anything else homemade after that. Yeah. And then actual, we'll start the rank and scale after that. All right, and then, so, yeah, so you both agree you've both been through yes. the hot knife 100%. thing, which is the worst. 100%. Exactly. Okay. Now, so, 
best for me. Than, yeah. The if only it's thing better than bombs or what? No matter. The only thing I do that I would. I enjoy and love my bong way too much to say I do anything else and love it more. The only two things I would put on a similar Cover class as it is bong. either it'll understand. It's either my dab rig. Mm-hmm. Which is technically like a mini bong for wax. It's a mini bong specifically for wax and that's yeah. why it understands. And the second one is my gas mask. Of course. Which of course. the gas mask is an OG and the gas mask is also a long bong just with no water and attached to uh, my face directly. Yeah. yeah, It's a bong that gives me a hug. Yeah. Um, I'll, a I'll, hug. I'm going to say that the, the gas mask bong is definitely up there in scale of like the best ways to smoke weed. Like one of the most, at least entertaining ways to smoke weed. Um, like, you know, just mind like, you shank, we're not considering hot boxes. No, 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 of course, we're not considering hot boxes. No, 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 because you can hot box with any device, that, right? Yeah, right. Like, that's, so an that's a totally different itself, thing, so. totally different thing in and of itself. But my like, my ultimate favorite way to smoke weed that I and I haven't done it in a long time, I'm, I think I might rig something up here soon, is um, the iron lung lungs. Um, like, uh, where you where you essentially uh, what I used to do back in the day is I'd take a, a two liter pop bottle, I'd cut it in half. Oh, do you like... Yeah, you take a bread bag. Okay. Well, no, you take a bread bag and you put the bread bag in, like, you inside. You just tape the bottom of it so it's, like, you know, got a little handle. And then you tape it around the outside of the bottle and you suck the bag up inside the bottle. And what that does is it creates, like, a syringe-type vacuum. So you can take a right. cap and put a hole in it and put a bowl piece, like a stem, a metal stem with a little bowl piece on top of it in the cap. And then you screw that on top and all you have to do is hold it between your knees put some weed in the bowl, light the bowl, and pull on that handle that you made on the bottom, and it yeah. creates a vacuum inside and sucks the weed in. And the reason why it's my favorite way to smoke cannabis is because when you pull along, it's always nice and milky, especially if you phys- if you engineer it properly. It's always nice, right. milky, good smoke, and you don't lose anything. There's no loss It's like a whatsoever. proper gravity bong. Exactly. Yeah, it's lossless. There's no loss, right. and so you take the cap off, and then you just go, <laughs> and the bag sucks up forcing the vacuum to close and it f- essentially forces all of the toke into your lungs once again no loss all at once it's like a punch of weed love directly to your everything and that's why it's my favorite type of way to smoke weed i haven't done it for a long time because joints are just so fucking convenient and i'm lazy now but like gravity bongs are also nice and grab bongs are a similar idea the only reason i didn't put gravity bongs with iron lungs is because of the fact that there's water involved and whenever there's water involved there's chance of spillage there's a chance of sucking water up into your mouth if the if the container isn't the proper size and there's there's guaranteed going to be that one idiot that pulls it up and then pushes it down and blows the weed back out like you, you know, like basically, just like, don't like, be the idiot. I know, no, no, yeah, it's like it's it's, it's gonna you. be me controlling it, but yeah. like it's like, or yeah, there's gonna be that don't... one time where you get too stoned, where your hand like slips or something, where the bottle gets a little bit wet and you're pulling it up, and like it just like there's there's more of a like less control in the gravity bong, which well, is I'm why saying I like, like more, yeah. I'm saying the your pill bong. I'm saying the pill one that you want. Oh, like. that one. Oh my god, that one is like top tier god value. There's like that exactly. that one there, yeah. That's yeah. like that's not even that can't even be called a gravity bong at this point. That's like an engineering feat of magnificence. Like, ugh. whatever. <laughs> we'll tell you when we smoke it. But anyway, yeah. Isaac, what's our next question? <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. This I'm not taking shots at anyone. This isn't being offensive to anyone at all. I will. But people who smoke tend 
to get addicted to it like it's caffeine. So would you guys consider yourself addicted? Addicted? No. Or would you be able to put it down anytime you want and it would be fine? Addicted? No. Dependent? Yes. It's not so much that I'm addicted to cannabis itself. I am dependent on the essentially spending time in my day doing stuff related to weed or exhaling smoke from my face. That is the reason why. Exactly. It's the same reason I'm still smoking on a nicotine vape, which the nicotine itself, I need that. Yeah. That I will say I'm addicted to. Yeah. But I enjoy the fits, but I enjoy the sensation of smoking and weed is a different sensation. I've quit weed multiple times for, you know, uh, breaks. So that way I can. So you're able to put it down. You're able to put it down. And you'll be fine. Tolerance like breaks. Months. That's the word. Yeah. If I had to put it down for months, I probably could. No yeah. problem. Um, see, yeah, the I'll, fact that I'll I'm agree. in a free state that allows me to. Yeah. It's cool, but <laughs> if money was bad, or if for some reason I decided, you know, not to. So, so you're dependent on it, but at the same time, you're not. Oh man, I need to smoke this blunt, or I'm going to be in such a bad mood, like you know, well, coffee honestly, people. I'm going to say, I'm going to say that I, I am like that but it but the thing is is that it's not necessarily the same as a chemical addiction you know what i mean because you can't chemically get addicted to cannabis it's been proven but like curtis said you can become habitually addicted to it so it's the thing that like it's like when you get up in the morning as a smoker and the first thing you do is light a cigarette every single day when you're quitting smoking you need to change your morning routine so that you don't do that anymore my mother smoked for like years and years and years and when she before she had my oldest sister she quit smoking and she said that she had to change all of her routines throughout the day completely in order to quit because if she ate lunch and then stayed sitting at the table she would want to light a cigarette but if she ate her lunch and then stood up from the table immediately and went and did something else she wouldn't no cigarette yeah right and and it's because there's more to an addiction than just one kind of aspect like it's not just a chemical thing it's like there's the there's the fact that like for me when i'm editing audio i like to smoke a joint i like to sit down and smoke a joint and if i was sitting and editing editing audio like in the way that i normally do in my office and everything like that i would feel like i want to smoke a joint like i'd be like man i want to smoke a joint right now even if i wasn't like if i was like i'm taking a break for a week or a month or whatever i'd be like right now i really want to smoke a joint you know like and i may get cranky Honestly, I don't know. I I wouldn't know how I'd react if I didn't smoke cannabis because I smoke every day. See, but I think that's for the benefit of me and everyone around me. See, for me, I've noticed that if I take a tolerance break or if I'm smoking less cannabis, I will be smoking on my nicotine vape more. Mm -hmm. If I'm in a mood where I'm smoking more cannabis or I'm at home, something like that, I'm smoking cannabis way more than I'm smoking my vape Mm -hmm. because outside of my own house, smoking the nicotine vape is more accepted than me standing outside smoking a bong or hitting my vape pen. <laughs> I know, right? So yeah. I may still do that here or there just to, you know, keep a high going, but for the most part, one or the other. Yeah. Dr. Sigmund Freud would say you have an oral fixation. <laughs> I think we both do, though. Or we literally are not, we don't stop smoking the entire I just look so thing. cool with smoke coming out of my face. Oh, man, me too. I look like a badass. Like, ugh big billowing cloud of fucking smoke coming out of my face exactly so yeah that's pretty much it that's the main reason i would say i'm dependent or habitually 
Yeah. Addicted. I'm addicted to the habit, not so much the chemical and you can, combination. You can get dependent on it also as a crutch, as an emotional crutch. Because if you smoke weed when you're sad to make you happy, and you're not actually like hitting the root of why you're sad, then you're gonna fucking Cannab- you're not, yeah you're right. cannabis. Cannabis like, is it, gonna be your only. It's way like of that. Being it's like that happy. SNL skit with Adam Sandler. He's like. If you go on vacation to Italy and you're sad in America, you're going to be sad in Italy. You know, like he's like, so it's like if you're, if you're, you know, if you're sad when you're not smoking weed and you get a little bump when you are smoking weed, you're still sad when you're smoking weed. You're just hiding it a little bit because your body is making happy chemicals. So what you got to do is like, so it it doesn't work to fix your emotional problems, but like it's so like, it's like, it can become dependent for that reason. Like if you're depressed and you smoke, like, so yeah, it can be dependent for that. So what's our next one? Yeah, what's the next okay, one? The last, I would consider the last one to be pretty quick explanatory, you know, questions. So, you know how in movies they portray, you know, the person who's high, like bright colors and everything's just around them is vibrant. Okay. Would that would you consider that being true? I consider the best stoner adaptation I've the best two stoner adaptations I've seen in movie like the best two stoners in movie who best portray stoners mm-hmm. first is going to be Marty from Cabin in the Woods mm-hmm. I don't like that yep actually no no Curtis is dead fucking accurate with that because that guy was one of the smartest fucking people in that goddamn movie he knew what he was immediately going on. knew what the fuck was going on was and going it wasn't on. And he was talking a slight bit of bullshit conspiracy, yeah. but that was just to jog the mind a little bit, you know, get you thinking at the beginning. Yeah. But towards halfway through, or not even halfway through, quarter of the way through, he immediately was like, dude, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like then even then, yeah. he's like, okay, I got to give up my bong so I can defend people. Use it as a fucking weapon. Straight That's up. what I would do. If I came to a life-threatening situation, this bong this is going right into club. somebody's skull. I was gonna say they bongs. That's another thing. A lot of people say, you know, like stoner. They're like, oh man, stoners. Like, you know, like you're just gonna be high all the time. What if someone attacks you while you're high? I'm like, bro, if they come at me, well, I got this friggin' like, what is this? Like, I don't know, two pounds of glass. I got two pounds like, of glass. If I'm able to of swing three it, millimeter thick fucking like leaded glass. If I swing that with any kind of velocity, if you swing that with enough force to keep all the water in there too, you're adding Ooh. extra weight to it. <laughs> Yeah. That's sloshing around. You just, you just need five pounds to knock somebody out. So. Oh, dude, you'd get way more. You than got five enough force pounds. You get, you can get like, oh, your foot pounds, and especially because the shape of most base, the base of it's like, it makes it like. Well, I'm saying, you just need five foot pounds just to knock somebody out. Yeah. Oh, Easy. yeah. So that'd be yeah. Your bong would a bong is a great self defense anyway. weapon. But oh um, man, now I need to have a character in a D and D campaign that has a bong as a weapon. Dude, that like was a bong my... maze. Don't be mine for the one shot, you fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, um, uh, yeah. So, uh, what's the other one, Curtis? Yeah, you said yeah. So, Marty was the first one, and the second one was uh, uh, James Franco's guy from uh, Pineapple Express. (laughs) I don't know. I think Seth Rogen's character was a more realistic portrayal. You know what? Yeah, Seth Rogen's. So because I, James Franco's was an exaggerated character of what street dealers are in Los Angeles. 
Like guaranteed. I, the, I, it's like it's like yeah, man. I got ultra monkey gazelle super fucking ultra Congo bongo butt fuck. Like you see, know, it kind of like, helps Seth Rogen like, just is like, head himself though. But the, but that's what I mean <laughs> yeah. though is because like with Seth Rogen's character, he was just like a regular dude going about his regular fucking day, regular job, regular house, regular apartment, all this shit, regular average Joe who just happened to like going and buying weed. You know, like, and he just, he loves smoking a lot of weed. And it's this, and it's, that's true. The medieval see stoners as, like, goofs. But they're out there, like, doing shit, getting shit done. They're either average guys or they're so high that they're on a higher level of thought to the point where they're like, okay, I'm kind of aware of what's going on. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck right now? 100%, 100%. And, like, that's what I like is I like when people do a more realistic portrayal as people smoking cannabis so they can get shit done. Because when I what? sit down and I smoke a good strain... I can get so much work done, it's ridiculous. Worst portrayal of stoners in movies for me yeah, is going to be that... the remake from Friday, of Friday the 13th. Oh. Any character who smoked weed in that movie. Oh. The, all the characters at the beginning who are looking for the weed plant, all idiots, that's why they all died in the cold open. Yeah, the two that's... stoners who are the comic relief, they got way too high and they fucking died in, as yeah. soon as they could. Yeah. Yeah. Not gonna lie, I haven't seen it yet. But watch the just, kill count. But just like, oh I, man, I, I think I actually watched the kill count, but I've never seen the actual movie. Don't even waste time. Just watch. I already knew it was gonna be bad because the Nightmare on Elm Street one and the Texas Chainsaw oh. one wasn't so great. Yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street was terrible. Texas Chainsaw was all right. The Friday the Thirteenth was cool just because Jason was a hunter, but other than that aspect, it was the same thing, cut and dried with worse characters. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, but neither that. Um, so yeah, weed. Yeah, but I agree. Um, like I agree. It's honestly one of those things where the stoners in stoner movies, um, a lot of the time, like I find now, it's leaning more to because they used to use it as a moral lesson, right? It was from the whole reefer madness thing, like in the like thirties, where like they'd do like a movie, and the stoners would always be like, "Man, I'm fucking can't even you... see my own brain, man." What? Actually, that just I mean... reminded me of the stoners from fucking Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. So you know what? Oh or actually, no, it was part two. Or was just it part the stoners in the Friday the Thirteenth series. You know, what? Just... any stoner, anybody who smoked weed in the Friday the Thirteenth series, because yeah. even that guy from Jason X was a dumb fuck. He got his arm cut off. Straight up, straight up, and and that's what I'm saying. So it's like it's one of those things where when they're using it as a moralistic re reason to portray stoners as idiots, I don't like that because anybody can be a fucking idiot, like anybody in my experience is anybody is capable of being a fucking idiot so you don't have but, to like, smoke weed to be an yeah, idiot so so it would be really refreshing like that's why when cabin in the woods did it i was really really refreshed to see that there was a stoner character and yeah he was a little goofy because most and they stoners i know are goofy and fun but and they were even saying before he was you know back to life or whatever that oh he's the fool he's the fool he was supposed to die because he's the fool he's like yeah. He ends yeah. up being the last one to survive. He wasn't a fool. He figured shit out. He would they, like you know. So and that's what I mean. Like that's why when I watched that movie, I was so happy with that character as well because he actually like gave some legitimacy to you know like people who smoke cannabis not being a complete fucking idiot. Because when it comes time, most people that smoke cannabis that I know personally, when it comes time to get shit done, they're getting shit done and they're getting not... shit done baked and they're having a good time. 
And I will say, Marty is single-handedly the reason why I cannot get my hands on a fucking collapsible mug that turns into a bong. Yeah. They have been sold out since that movie has come out. Yep. You yep. cannot order one. There are three companies that make them, and you cannot yep. buy one. You are on a list that is, like, fucking six months long, yep. and even then, you're still not guaranteed. Yeah, they were an obscure. I have tried. Before, before that, I remember seeing those years and years and years ago, like, before the movie even came out. And they were like everywhere. Like a couple, a couple sites had them and stuff for like that for resale. But it's like they were like you know like they weren't a thing. Nobody was posting about them online. Nobody was talking about. Them. They weren't like I mean I saw one post or two posts on Reddit maybe, but it was nothing like wow you know that's this is crazy. It's right. everywhere. But like now it's like you like Curtis said can't get it. I and even in Canada I, see... I don't think I can find a site to get them. I see videos on Instagram of people who are just like well I got one so sit on a park bench in santa monica yeah. or something smoke one Smoking. but i'm sitting here like i'll no, never I fucking get one of those I unless they have them in a store disapprove of purposefully sitting next to an old person so that you can rip a bong and then like it's like it's like go sit okay. now if you go sit across no, from offer them, them like yeah offer it to them be like you want a bong rip actually fun fact there was an article i read recently and we're not covering it in the news for any fucking reason but like because that'd be stupid but there was an article i read recently you buds can find it i'm not finding the link but where it... they said smoke weed with your grandparents Yes. Like, they were basically saying, hey, if you're looking for people to get stoned with and you want some new buds to hang out with and smoke weed with, go hang out with your grandparents, smoke weed with them, and then ask them to tell you stories. It's apparently a thing. I'll bring my Ouija board. Yeah, my grandparents are all dead now, but... Same. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Shane, oh. for the great advice. Yeah. So, but, but for the buds out there who still have their grandparents around and can get more of those stories, go get them. Right. So, anyway. Um, well... Isaac, are there any All more right. questions? All right, last one, last one. All right. So when you first started, you know, getting high, smoking, mm -hmm. cool kids. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. All of my friends were losers, but continue. Did you guys, you know, it's it's like a common trend. So did you guys like get paranoid in your first times? First few times? Oh, yeah. You know, just like, uh, 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 what's going on? The the only times I got paranoid is when I was not smoking in the safety of my house or a place where it was guaranteed I was safe to smoke. For example, we had my house, which my parents didn't know. I felt safe. I felt like I could smoke there. I had a friend's place whose parents were like, yeah, we really don't care what you do. You can smoke here. And then we had another place where everybody there literally was sitting around a table with huge bags of weed smoking. And I'm like... This is obviously a safe place to smoke. Yeah, yeah. Until that, that place got raided, but <laughs> a sub story. Long story, um, long story. But uh, I wasn't there for that. So, um, yeah. Essentially, unless I was in one of those spots, or if I was in one of those spots, I was good. Otherwise, for the first couple times, I was pretty paranoid. Stopped being paranoid. Finally, got arrested when I was eighteen, like four <laughs> yeah. or five years into smoking. And then I started getting paranoid again afterwards. Yeah. And then I then <laughs> I didn't care when I turned. It tends to happen. Well, I didn't care you don't when need I turned twenty. It tends, to get, it tends to happen when you get arrested for carrying the wrong plant. Right. <laughs> I carried a plant that you couldn't use to cook with. No, you can. Legally. Oh. <laughs> At the time. No, I get you. Anyway. I get you. But and see, for me, I did too. Also, um, I did get. Well, I wouldn't say it was like because I didn't really have any comfortable cool spots the first like couple probably years that i smoked cannabis um like me and my friends were like 
the uh, you could call us the outdoorsy type because none of our parents were cool with it at all. It's not like now right. where all of our parents are like, well, it's legal now, so I'm gonna treat it like I never hated it at all. And you're like, okay, cool. I'm not Whatever. gonna argue because thank you, like good. Like, it's a great thing, so I'm not going to say anything, but I really want to call you out on this, but I'm not going to, because thank you. Just accept it for what it is. But, you know, like, it's one of those things where, like, it's, like, people who I know who have been vocal my entire life about cannabis being, like, terrible are, like, oh, no, it's legal now, it's cool. I know, I know. But anyway. But anyway, I digress. Yeah. I was paranoid, man, like, for the first few years, probably, but not all the time. I got comfortable with it because I knew what I was doing, like, once I figured out what I was doing. When you were in the spots of the woods where you're like, okay, nobody comes through here. Yeah. This is basically us. Oh, we're yeah. free. We're good. But <laughs> like we when you're few, on, like, yeah, we, but we also had a couple where for the first couple times we're like constantly looking behind our yeah. shoulder, constantly looking over like, oh, who's there? Who's well, there? Okay, there's house, no one. Near my good. house when I was a kid. There's there, a voice there, nearby. Um, there are these, uh, these uh, PMQs, right? They're personal military quarters or whatever, and they're like these All buildings, right. and they've they're like built by the the because they're I was the town I grew up in is a military base, right? Right. And so, like, so I'm not military brat, like I was civilian, but whatever. Um. Anyway, there were these trails, tons of them, that like went behind these houses and through the woods that they kept back there and stuff like that that you could walk along, right? To the At Grand Marshal's house we go. Like, yeah, it's all around, right? So the Grand Marshal's house. Um, and, uh, but we'd go back there and we'd like, just kind of like walk along the paths and then find a place that was like more wooded wow. than other areas. Because we didn't want to go back where like the other kids went. You know, where the other like experienced owners went. To like yeah. the, the, the places you knew. You'd show up and there'd be like a bunch of people hanging out there smoking weed and everything else. Yeah. Because, like, I was like, man, like, you know, that might get raided or there might, you know. Right, you so want to find the small yeah. spots. So we so we'd go. Nobody's we being like, an idiot. Nobody's being yeah. loud. You got a quiet spot to do what and you like, want to do. But every single time, man, we'd always be like, you know, like, we'd be sitting there or something. And then you'd hear, like, footsteps because they were walk, walking trails. Like, people would go right. there. So, and you'd be like, you'd, like, hold your fucking breath. And then they'd, like, you know, the, the footsteps would fade away. And you'd be like, okay, that's you know, like, and then you'd get up and go immediately. You'd be like, we're out. We're not sticking around. Like, it's like, you know, they might come back. What if they come back? When, you know, fucking, then you get up and go. And, and it was, it was fun kind of though. It almost made it adventure-like because we were never scared, but like, we'd be like, we'd go off into the woods and we'd fucking find like a nice little clearing. And then we'd sit there and we'd look around and we'd like be like spying around the area to see if anybody could directly have a line of sight on us and everything else. And it was like, an adventure, kind of, but it was oh, yeah. definitely a paranoid adventure. I did not want to be caught. I did not want to be found out for smoking cannabis. Now, Isaac, I gotta know. Since, I mean, obviously you live in city area. Do you have wooded areas anywhere around you? Or uh, did you grow up with some, like, wooded areas around you and shit? No, there's, there's like, some park trails that are, he like, that. Every day it's, got them, it's got themselves, like, a little forestry section you know see now not being a stoner do you ever just get bored and go through there and try to find clearings and shit with your friends or did you ever do that uh yeah there's um see any dead bodies i've i've done no i've I've, done (laughs) it's mostly been by myself though i going back there with uh, a bottle of bacardi and just fucking chugging as much as you can then stumbling back sure Anyway. Going back, oh. um, my little brother's grandmother, because we have different fathers, would uh 
she lived in this nicer area. You know. Yeah. Right. Like you got you got like, literally that was like a Lamborghini dealership down. The oh, street. like suburb like, suburb kind of shit. Yeah, but uh, so then in her backyard she had a like a woodsy area. So uh, when we would go over there, I would just sneak off and just go explore it. I like I would know where I'm at. Right. I'm just nice. I would just go in a straight line. That it, it depended on the day. Be right. Right. So I went. I know. I went. I went this way. Now I'm just gonna go straight ahead today. You know. Oh, and that's a tip for my stoner buds out there. Um, don't turn a lot when you're exploring in woods. Don't turn. Go just, just, just don't. Straight. You don't need to. And straight. Unless the woods is only like one, like one, like a couple, like couple meters across, and you need to walk lengthwise. Don't just like walk one direction. Don't turn. Don't don't be like, oh, let's go right now. Let's go left now, because eventually you will lose track of which which directions you've turned. And you'll be like, which way do we go to get out? And you're going to be baked as fuck, and it's going to be hard to do. So just walk straight. <laughs> or Hansel and Gretel, your guys' self. Oh, yeah, make sure you bring, um, like, you can bring, bring like, strength. biodegradable, like, even better, just biodegradable, like, paper towel or something, toilet paper or something like that, and just wrap a little bit around your branch when you're walking. Just, like, go just, through, wrap a little around no, your branch. Keep going. Just, just go to the dollar store and buy a fucking huge thing of, like, string. And just bring it with you. Popcorn. <laughs> like just... And then on your way back, you can eat it. Yeah. yeah. Or a piece of candy, but you gotta be careful. If James Wood's around, he'll take it all. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. Oh, that's great. So, so, yeah, so, Isaac, I got a question for you, too. I got a question for you, too. So, the buds at home know that you've, you know, you've recently tried, you know, tried cannabis. Um, in a couple different forms. You had, you know, we mentioned that you had an edible as well as uh, you smoked with us. Um, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so, so if you could, you know, like if all three of us were hanging out, you know, I, mm-hmm. you know, I, you know, we rolled up, you know, rolled up some joints and stuff like that, or we were just hang, hanging out, and we had a choice of like, you know, what what method for you, any method in the world for you to try cannabis with that you've kind of seen online or that you've seen us do or something like that. Um, that isn't the you know the method you've tried, or even could be like a blunt or whatever. Anything what at all. You, what would yeah, you want? How to? would you how would you want to smoke? If the three of us just got together, we're obviously gonna have our own personal devices because yes. fucking COVID. We live in a plague. That's how it is. But you know, how would you want to smoke if we we had a meetup? We got together. Um, I wouldn't want to go in with a bang. Like ace and like gravity bongs and bongs. I'd probably stick with the usual papers and whatnot. Yeah. Don't look at me like that. Just like roll up a joint. Don't look at me like that. Maybe if you guys talked me into it, I'll try it. So but... what you're saying is you want me to tie your hands down to a chair while Curtis straps the gas mask onto your face. Uh no consent. Damn. Uh! did. <laughs> no, we're not like that on this podcast. This is not. We're not. We aren't Minecraft streamers. <laughs> Why well, so serious, Isaac? But uh, so that's cool. So you want to do like maybe papers first or a blunt? You know, actually, I think three blunts would be great. It'd be like it'd be like lighting a cigar in celebration, except for it'd be our kind of cigar. Yeah. Like you roll up three cigar. <gasps> Can of cigars. Those fucking beautiful ass giant fucking like cigars made with like cannabis leaves and like. I think Isaac would die. No, no, they burn for like forty-five minutes, man. We each just like 
sit there and 45 minutes like uh, like of smoking this giant cigar that's made of all weed and oil and... i think i think isaac would die no, i think something maybe heart palpitations. no more more isaac style more isaac style we roll him a birthday cake yeah out of a nice little one foot bond yeah that'd be a good that's a good idea. with rick and morty all over it yeah and the paper will be banana flavored yeah we'll just get you a nice little we'll get you a nice little skinny yeah, nice, little, a nice little skinny joint you know we'll roll some birth actually it'll be it'll be you know what peanut butter gelato peanut yeah peanut butter we'll get peanut butter gelato peanut butter gelato inside of a banana joint so it'll be like an Elvis Presley birthday cake, and it'll go burning into wedding down, cake. Burning down into wedding cake, yeah, so you get that, yeah, the powdery sweetness. And then, fuck, oh, that'd be beautiful. That'd be great. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. That's a good idea. Okay. Yeah, that's how we'll do it for Isaac the first time. That's that's not too, that, that won't be too, that, that'd be a good way to start. I think so. Yeah. And <laughs> I think this is a good way to end, because we're running a little short on time now. So with all that being nice. said... One last time, I have a bonk pack right here of that sweet, pack. sweet rainbow belt. Right here of that sweet, sweet Oreo cookies. And, and beverage. As it goes, beverage. And beverage. Beverage. And with all that being said, let us blaze it. Tok tok skabok. Isaac and and your segment. Yeah, this is yours, man. All right, bye. Do, you, no, 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 you, no. Well, All right, buds. Anyway, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us for these uh, fucking questions given to us by Isaac. Um, it was so nice for us to be here. Oh, thank you so much, Isaac. Thank you so much. Yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> absolutely and with all that being said uh curtis why don't you tell us the things to roll us out with okay yes absolutely isaac um so buds i think we're gonna roll one for the road and we will see you next week on the good buds podcast remember to like comment subscribe share this with all of your buds out there every single person that you see on the street let them know about the good buds podcast because we need them to hear about it anyway thanks buds later buds later where the fuck did Isaac go, man? What is that?